Hello, I'm Dan Christian. I'm the Director of Vocations for Sheffield Diocese, and I'd love to wish you Happy New Year. Gong Hei Fat Choi. Happy Chinese New Year. Happy Lunar New Year! Gung Hei Fat Choi and a Happy Chinese Year to everybody out there. Jesus Christ is King of it. He lives his life in us for the sake of the world. Jesus is alive today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy and peace be with you. Today is the third Sunday of Epiphany, and it is also the day that Chinese or Lunar New Year is celebrated. And I'm delighted to be leading this service with other Chinese heritage clergy and ordinands from across the country as we celebrate God's love for all people and cultures. And so, brothers and sisters, as we prepare to celebrate, let us first call to mind our sins. You made us to be one family, yet we have divided humanity. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You were born a Jew to reconcile all people, yet we have brought disharmony among races. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You rejoice in our differences, yet we make them a cause of enmity. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. God, the Father of mercies, has reconciled the worlds to himself through the death and resurrection of his Son, Jesus Christ, not counting our trespasses against us, but sending his Holy Spirit to shed abroad his love among us by the ministry of reconciliation, entrusted by Christ to his church, receive his pardon and peace to stand before him in his strength alone, this day and forevermore. Amen. Hi, my name's Coast and I'm British-born Chinese. Uh, in our family, we have this one saying, which is that the camera eats first. I'm a bit of a foodie. Um, we all love food and food is very special to us. And I even do a little bit of cooking myself and food has always been special in my life, in our lives. My parents came over in the 60s uh, from Hong Kong to the UK. And I guess like many others at the time, were looking for a new life and a new beginning. And like many others, they started a takeaway and a restaurant business. During those years, they spent uh, a lot of time working real hard because restaurant life is a hard thing. So we always appreciated any time we got to eat together as family. I guess as immigrants to the UK, they worked really hard to provide food for us and they were used to working really hard. My grandparents were farmers and my mum used to tell me stories about how she would walk into the forest to get firewood to cook. And as a family, I guess one of the things I learnt when we had little and when we had a bit more was this idea of generosity and hospitality. We're good sharers and there's a lot of that in Chinese culture, whether it's a sharing an orange or sharing a 13 course banquet. And I guess that's the beautiful, simple thing that food is not just food. Food is a language. Food is a good excuse to bless and include others. 
uh, food is a vehicle for love. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied. For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And, having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. This is the word of the Lord. Gung Hei Fat Choi. Happy Chinese New Year. Chinese or Lunar New Year is an important celebration for many people around the world, especially for those from East and Southeast Asia. And as Christians, we often talk about our desire to welcome the stranger. And at the beginning of each year, we celebrate Epiphany, Jesus' manifestation to the Gentiles and an account of the three strangers from the East bearing gifts. Growing up as a child of East Asian heritage in the UK, I often found myself typecast as one of the three wise men in the church nativity. Never an angel, shepherd, or heaven forbid, Joseph, but always as an exotic stranger from the East. And as a little boy, the passage we just heard didn't feel like good news. It was an annual reminder that I was an outsider, a stranger, a perpetual foreigner. But as I have grown to embrace both sides of my British and Chinese identity, my reading of Matthew 2 verses 1 to 12 has changed. And my hope is that some of these observations today will help us embrace strangers more fully and with the love of God. Matthew presents our passage as a three-act drama, search, disillusionment and discovery. And this scheme is packed with pithy theological statements that have a contemporary relevance for us, particularly as we welcome those from places like Hong Kong and Ukraine into our communities. In the first act, 
we read the Magi are searching. They are searching for a light or star that has appeared in the east. And the light in the east suggests that the strangers are not unaware. Furthermore, it is not just any light or star that they are following. The text says it is his star. You see, they are not content with just for light. They are seeking the source. And Matthew is demonstrating that Christ's coming was revealed in the East even before those in Jerusalem had heard about it. And yet when we engage with people from other countries, we can be condescending of their beliefs and traditions. And yet here Matthew is suggesting that they have grasped aspects of the truth that we may have missed. And many of the people arriving from Hong Kong may not be Christians, and yet how will we regard their beliefs heritage and traditions. In Matthew's second act, we witness an exchange between the Magi and Herod, and it becomes clear that the light that shone in the east has not been seen by the city on the hill, Jerusalem. And Herod calls together the chief priests and teachers of the law to ask them where the Messiah is being born. And although they are aware of the prophecies, they have yet to see the star prompting Herod to ask the Magi to tell him where Jesus is. And in Matthew's narrative, it is from the Eastern mages that Jerusalem hears the good news for the first time. It is through the strangers that God reveals to God's own people in Jerusalem the presence of Christ. It is the foreigner's inquiry that provokes the priests to read the scriptures for further insight. How open will we be to embracing the wisdom of strangers and allowing them to challenge how we view ourselves and understand God? When presented with the good news, King Herod becomes disturbed and all of Jerusalem with him. Now remember, at this point, Jerusalem represents the institutional center of God's people. How disturbed will our institutions and churches be when Cantonese-speaking families from Hong Kong turn up at our churches with different backgrounds, experiences, and worldviews. The final act in Matthew's narrative is discovery. After leaving Herod, they follow the star and arrive at the house. And Matthew describes it here as a house, but we know that Joseph was a carpenter. The light shining in the east emanates from a laborer's home. Christ has come to be with the underprivileged or the working class. And when we read that the strangers bowed down and worshipped him, Matthew reminds us that God is with the poor. The Eastern sages recognise this and they lay down their gifts to worship him. And indeed, shortly after the Magi leave, we read that the family are forced to flee in fear of their lives. They become migrants as experienced by many leaving Hong Kong for fear of persecution. And in an increasingly globalized world where 272 million people are migrants, Matthew's gospel provides timely instruction on how we are to welcome the stranger. This Lunar New Year, let us be reminded of God's radical hospitality. Over the past year, Many people from Hong Kong have moved to the UK to start a new life. And indeed, this Chinese New Year may be the first for many of them away from their families and support. 
And so may we be inspired by God's word to extend a welcome to all people and to be sensitive to the needs of all those who are wondering and searching for home. Amen. I'm Tim Yao. I'm an assistant priest in Cringleford, which is a suburb of Norwich. And this is Tom Tai, who recently moved to the UK. So, Tom, what brought you to living in the UK? It's pretty much basically about two years ago, the whole political unrest. And we thought about plans for our family. So we kind of make, decided to make that move. Great. So how did you prepare? So it's obviously, it's a big move coming over from, you know, a different environment, different temperature, you know, that kind of thing. So what kind of things did you do to prepare to come over here? I think one of the things that we had a big place in the UK and uh, we had to do some research on to, to, to decide what area would be better at fit our um, needs for our family. And then we had to pack our things and um, decide what to bring and what not to bring. Big, big sifting out. I bet you had to clear lots of things out. So how has it been since you've been in the UK? How's it, how have you found it? Um, people are very quite friendly. As a few have we met. met. Um, we've been feeling the, um, the heat wave as well as the cost of living. Um, it's kind of uh, around us as well. Um, since post-COVID, um, everyone's kind of dealing with um, the isolation that uh, was not there anymore and we start getting more illness. I'm glad that we kind of recover from those as well. That's great. Tom, you know, one of the reasons why we're doing this video today was thinking about Chinese New Year. What are some of your memories of Chinese New Year when you were back in Hong Kong? Yeah, I think my, I think my, uh, it's a time that we, people rest and then people just family gather, but my own, my own family as well as um, family, my extended family. Um, for my parents, um, it's the time, the only time that they take breaks and do, during time of the year. 
So I, re- I remember times that uh, we would go on day trips or sometimes even go abroad just to spend time together because that's the really pretty much the time that we can be home or we do something together. So for people in the UK, if they've not come across Chinese New Year before, it can be a little bit confusing. There's like lions and dragons and dances and fireworks. And, uh, but for you as a Christian, how has your faith kind of impacted and shaped what you do around Chinese New Year? Is it different for you? I think as much as we wish everyone Happy New Year, I think uh, we uh, realise that God has a plan for us and um, it was an occasion that um, each year we celebrate a new start of the year. Just it's similar to Christmas, but it's not exactly Christmas. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for sharing with us today. Thank you. Together, let us declare our faith in God who has compassion for all. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. And we believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Hello and welcome to St Barnabas or Whitley here in North Leeds. Uh, My name is Dave Young and I'm the vicar here. I'm also the only clergy person in the Diocese of Leeds who shares both British and Chinese heritage. My father came over to the UK from Hong Kong to study uh, in the 1970s. So it's been such a a great joy in the last 18 months to see uh, growing numbers of people from Hong Kong coming to worship here at St Barnabas and reaching out to, to welcome new arrivals from Hong Kong has become a really important part of our ministry as a church. One of the main ways in which we've been welcoming people from Hong Kong has been through Cafe Connect, which is our weekly English classes uh, here in church. These fun and informal sessions have been devised uh, by the charity Faith Action. And over the past six months or so, we've met uh, many new friends from Hong Kong here. And what has been wonderful is how participants who came to the first course have now become leaders who are helping us to lead uh, the current course that we're running. In our worship, one of the ways in which we have sought to welcome new arrivals from Hong Kong has been to include elements of Cantonese in uh, some of our Sunday services. And very soon we'll be baptising some of our uh, new friends from Hong Kong at one of our services in a week or so's time. Welcoming the stranger and hospitality is at the heart of our faith in Jesus. And that is what we at St Barnabas have been seeking to live out. For me, as someone with Hong Kong Chinese heritage, uh, it has been so powerful to be able to welcome uh, new friends to this church uh, who share in my family's culture. From everybody here at St Barnabas, Sunlin Philot.
In the power of the Spirit and in union with Christ, let us pray to the Father. Loving God, we give you thanks for the richness of diversity amongst all humanity, reflected in and through your worldwide church. Bless our communion across national, ethnic and cultural boundaries. Enable us to work together, abiding in your love and grace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious God, we pray for our world. We pray for peace and reconciliation among the nations, in our communities, relationships, and in our families. We ask that your love and compassion will govern our hearts and minds, and that we may be guided and strengthened by your merciful forgiveness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, as we celebrate the beginning of Chinese New Year, we give you thanks for the love of family and friends. And we pray especially at this time for those who are alone, lonely, or separated from those they love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, we pray for all those who are sick in body, mind or spirit. May they know your love, peace and healing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, we pray for all who with your Son, Jesus Christ, have entered the shadow of death. May they rest in peace and rise in glory. Hasten, Lord, the day when people will come from east and west, from north and south, and sit at the table of your kingdom, and we shall see your Son in his glory. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Yunedekwakonglam,Yunedekji 直到永远。阿门。A collect for Chinese New Year. Almighty God, as we start this new year, accept our offering and bless our family gatherings to share together your gift of peace and happiness through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Draw your church together, O God, into one great community of disciples, together following our Lord Jesus Christ into every walk of life, together serving him in his mission to the world, and together witnessing to his love on every continent and island. And the blessing of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. <laughs>